Welcome to Corona Chronicles again. Uh, we're in chapter 12 of the book of Revelation. And uh, really, we're going to see the whole of the plan of God sort of summed up in this chapter. It's a terrific chapter. So let's start reading at verse one to verse six. A great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and a crown of 12 stars on her head. She was pregnant and cried out in pain as she was about to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven, an enormous red dragon with seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns on his heads. Its tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to the earth. The, the dragon stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth so that it might devour her child the moment he was born. She gave birth to a son, a male child, who will rule all the nations with an iron scepter. And her child was snatched up to God and to his throne. The woman fled into the wilderness to a place prepared for her by God, where she might be taken care of for 1,000 260 days. Hmm. Loads of imagery there, isn't there? Drawing yeah. from the Old Testament. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's one of the things we've said about <clears throat> Revelation before, is that, that it, it's like taking a load of threads from the Old Testament and just tying them all together, isn't it? Uh, without a whole load of explanation, but there is this kind of expectation that the readers and John will know something about, about the Old Testament, these Old Testament stories. And uh, you've got this sign that kicks off the chapter. And Revelation is full of that, isn't it? It's either a trumpet or a moment of silence or something to grab your attention and say, look, I want to signify something here. I want to tell you something. And uh, we're told to look at this woman. And to begin with, we're told she's clothed with the sun, with the moon, and under her feet are a crown of 12 stars. And that is taking us all the way back to the first book of the Bible, to Genesis, and to the story of Joseph. And it's kind of a description of of his exaltation, really, and how his family are going to bow down and acknowledge that he is the exalted one. And this woman seems to be describing something of that. So this is, this is the people of God. This woman stands for the people of God. And, uh, you know, people are, are you know, bowing down to them in a, certain, in a sense. Yeah, and it's, and it's the people of God as you read through the chapter. It's the yeah. people of God uh, both in the Old Testament and the New Testament. Mm. So in one sense, you could call this the, you know, the, the church, the mm. people of mm. God, Old and New, and, and New uh, Testament uh, mm. church. Um, but it's a woman, and a woman is going to give birth. And again, yeah. that takes us back even further than Joseph. You can go right mm. back to, to Genesis, where mm. there's this wonderful um, description of uh, a, a serpent slayer that's going to be born. And so it's, it's the first of God's good news promises. Mm. So the world uh, has, has, is cursed because Adam and Eve fell into sin, they moved away from God. Mm. Um, but along with this cursed world is this beautiful um, promise, mm. uh, this evangelical promise, good news promise, mm. that the woman will give birth to this mm. child mm. who will crush mm. Satan's head. Mm. And so you've got this battle here because you've got, um, you've got a dragon mm. here, uh, which is clearly Satan as you read on in chapter 12, mm. we'll see that. And, uh, and yet 
this woman is going to be the one who's going to give birth to this child. This child is the promised one who's going to crush mm. Satan and all of the curse. Yeah, and, and it, it's, it's, this is a weird scene because he, he, Satan seems to know that in one sense, you know, yeah. because it's a massive mismatch here because Satan, this dragon, I mean, let's, let's face it, he has mm. got power, hasn't he? You know, seven heads, ten horns, seven crowns. He, he is being described as one with authority. Uh, as Paul just says, he is the God of this age. You know, there, there is a authority, a measure of authority that has been given to him. And what possible threat could a small child be to him? Yeah. You know, he's, he's the God of this age. You know, yeah. he can do what he wants, in one sense. Uh, what has this child got against him? It's David and Goliath, but to the next level, isn't it? And yet, actually, he knows that this, is, this child is going to devour him and is going to destroy him, yeah. and he wants to get it. Because that's how God works, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you, you mentioned David and Goliath. I mean, that's, that's classic God, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. He works through the small, the despised, mm. the little children, mm. in, in, the, in, this, in this case, a, mm. a small child. Mm. But it, what, I think what, it's a very frightening thing, isn't mm. it? Because you've got, at, at this delivery suite, uh, there's there's a woman giving birth to this child, and uh, you don't it doesn't mention any doctors or nurses there. No. But there's a flipping great dragon. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I mean it's 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 awesome because the woman's giving birth to this child, and then there's this dragon ready to devour mm, mm. Um, because he hates mm. what the woman is going to give birth to. Yeah. 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 And you know I think I think we've seen it before. I can't remember actually, but. This Psalm 2, this Psalm 2 image as well, mm. this is the reason that the child is such a threat to the dragon, because he's the foretold prophesied one who is going to rule the nations with an iron scepter, which means he's going to come in judgment, basically, and, uh, and, and, and Satan knows something of this. And it's interesting that in verse 5 as well, you've got this child that is born and then snatched up to God and to his throne. Uh, which is a very brief summary of Jesus' ministry, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. uh, he was born into the world, he crucified, was risen, and then snatched back up, taken back to his father's right hand, where he reigns. Um, so he's come and done his crushing work and has returned. But then what's happening to this, this woman here? Well, the, the, woman, the, the woman, if it's the people of God, yeah. which, which I think it is, are left there to carry on his work. Mm. Um, while he rules, mm. I mean they're under him, aren't they? Mm. But uh, you know she's left, the church is left in in this place where they're going to know brutal mm. attack from from Satan, mm. because Satan can't kill the child, now. Mm. Mm. so he can only kill the the mother of the child. It, it sounds wrong, mm. but but uh, in, in in many ways uh, the people of God. Uh, because of all of the promises of mm. the ones that gave birth to Christ, mm. um, but they're also Christ's offspring, aren't mm. they? Uh, in another sense, and so they're left behind, or we're left behind if we're Christians. Mm. Mm. And Satan's going to come and attack. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So What's this thousand two hundred and sixty days? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think again, one of the things we've seen here in Revelation is that um, although although this time of wilderness. Uh, it you know is a real time and there will be hardships there. Uh, it is a limited time, and that God has set a cap on the amount of days. He knows how many days it's going to be, yeah. um, and that that's the amazing thing, isn't it? That although we are in the wilderness, it says to a place prepared for her where she might be taken care of. Yeah. Um, 
Which is weird because often, you know, if you think about kids, you know, in order to in order to take care of them, you have to be with them. Yeah. You know, whereas God actually, Jesus has come, he's gone back to heaven, we're in the wilderness, but we are to know that he is taking care of us. He's yeah. with us still by his spirit to protect us. And uh, he knows that the, the days of testing and the days of wilderness and the days of hardship will come to an end. He's going to take care of us for all of that period. And then we're going to share in his victory in the end. Um, yeah, and I think the interesting thing is for today, what's happening with all this lockdown and corona mm. stuff and where this hits is that actually God has his plan. So we've seen in the past these waves that are coming, uh, partial judgments. Come on, pay attention, mm. everyone. But the real plan of God in this world is his people, yeah. his church. Yeah. Not that those people are any better than anybody else. No. But those people are people that have trusted the blood of the Lamb. Mm. And because, uh, you know, people like us, sinful people mm. like us, know better than anyone else in the world, mm. but we're forgiven uh, because we've trusted in the blood of Christ and mm. we're protected by him, we are his people. That is the message mm. of the Bible. Mm. That is what God is working to. Mm. Uh, so the church that is often despised, uh, I mean, a real church, the people of God, is what God is about, mm. Mm. and uh, the coronavirus is meant to get us to get our attention to look at this. Yeah, we probably need to leave it there, and we'll come back tomorrow. <laughs>